0: Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. I'm on fire today, so get ready because there's going to be a Holy Ghost breakout on today. Book your seatbelt. We're going for a ride. I'm coming to you live from South Florida, where my ministry headquarters are, Awakening House of Prayer. That's my church, our prophecy rooms, healing rooms, deliverance rooms. Oh, we're an epicenter for equipping in the nations. We have two church services on Sunday mornings. I hope you'll stop by, 1047 a.m., And 1.30 p.m., take your choice, but there's two different messages, two different worship experiences, two different opportunities to encounter God. I'm there all day preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. Wow, we're seeing people get delivered left and right all over Awakening House of Prayer. We're so grateful for the work of the Lord, the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ in our midst. Amen. You can watch that first service online at ahop.online, A-H-O-P.online. If you want to go deeper with me, become an official web church member. Many of you are in between churches or you're traveling or you're just tired of the religion Hey, ahop.online, become a web church member, ahop.online slash web church. You can tap into my virtual life group, the uh, teaching archives from Awakening House of Prayer, the Pastoral Care Support Line, and so much more. Amen. If you're not in the region, our second service is not broadcast online, but you can find it on demand at schoolofthespirit.tv. There's so many courses over there to help you, strengthen you, equip you, inform you, get revelation to you that's going to help you walk in God's perfect will for your life. School of Schoolofthespirit.tv. Check it out. Amen. Today's devotion is from Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still, small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled, You Can Talk to Me Anytime. I like that. Don't you like that? Don't you like that? God is saying, you can talk to me anytime. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad God's not like, you know, you got to make an appointment. Uh, I'm a little backed up. Yeah. Talk to my secretary. Yeah. There's an angel there and and he'll take, no, God is saying, you can talk to me anytime. I love it. Today's uh, uh, devotion. Here's what I heard the Lord say. You can talk to me anytime. You know where to find me. When you engage with my heart, I will engage with yours. You will sense my presence as you draw near to me. The more you seek me, the more you will realize that I am right there with you. Ooh, I just felt my spirit leap. Jesus, the more you seek me, the more you will realize that I am right there with you. And the spirit of the Lord says, I am always there. But sometimes the hurried pace of life distracts you from that reality. If you slow down for just a minute and think about me, joy and peace will arise, says the Spirit of the living God. Come on, that's a strategy right there to tackle overwhelm, stress, vain imaginations. He's with you. Today's scripture references James 4, 8 Psalm 119, 15, and Psalm 139, verse 7. Now today's uh, prayer starter from Mornings with the Holy Spirit devotional. Help me to slow down and recognize your presence no matter how hectic my days are, God. You are nearer than I know, but I want to know. I want to experience your presence as I walk through my day. I want to walk with you. Show me how. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we give you praise this morning. We honor you because you are Emmanuel, God with us. You've made a great and precious promise, perhaps the greatest and most precious promises of all, That you will never leave us or forsake us even to the end of the age. You are with us. You will never leave us. You will never shun us. You will never set us aside because you're just too busy to deal with us. You are Emmanuel, God with us. Oh, you're not just with us. You're inside of us. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You are just as close to us as we want you to be. Uh, That is our reality. Father, would you give us just a a burning desire on the inside to be in your presence? Would you just give us a burning desire on the inside to hear your voice? Put that desire in our heart, God, because the enemy comes in like a flood and the world with all of its demands, oh, sometimes it feels like too much. Sometimes we try to squeeze you in to our day when you need to have the preeminence over every day. God, would you help us, Lord, never to be too busy to sit in your presence, to pursue your heart. Help us to see how we can prioritize and reprioritize your presence. Help us, Lord, to find ways, little minutes, here and there, just to praise you, just to sit in your presence and think of you, because you're everywhere all the time, and we can talk to you anytime. God, remind us to pray. Remind us to cry out. Remind us to ask for the wisdom that we need. Would you remind us, Holy Spirit, when we're in the middle of the weeds, when we're in the middle of the trial, when we're in the middle of a bad day, when we're in the middle of a busy season, would you remind us, God, of how important it is for us to get into your presence. Apart from you, we can't do anything. And although we're never really apart from you, sometimes we feel like we are, God. Sometimes we don't feel your presence. Sometimes we don't hear your voice. Sometimes we don't know how to pray as we ought. Sometimes we don't know what to do or even how to think about a thing, but you want to encounter our hearts with your love with your grace, with your mercy, with your wisdom. You want the encounter more than we want the encounter. Jesus, help us to realize how much you love us. Really, how deeply you love us. How much you want to be with us. Acknowledging, acknowledging, acknowledging you in all of our ways. That is where we want to go. That is how we want to live. Acknowledging you in all of our ways. Remembering to thank you, to praise you, to ask you for the help that we need. You're a very present helper in time of need. You're a very present help in time of need. You're very present. You're always present. You're always present. You're not distracted. You're not looking at your cell phone. You're not double multitasking, triple multitasking, all night tasking. You are with us, paying full attention to us at all times. We don't know how you do it. But we know we're the the apple of your eye. We don't know how you do it. We don't know how you can be everywhere all at once, how you can be with us and be with somebody else and somebody else and somebody else and give us all your undivided attention. But we just know that we have your attention. So help us, Lord, to give you our attention. (laughs) Help us, Lord, not to neglect your generous spirit. Help us, Lord, not to leave you out of the equation. Help us, Lord, not to forget all of your benefits. Help us, Lord, remember to remember to remember to pray without ceasing, to default to prayer, talking to you and listening to your voice, waiting on your instruction, waiting on the wisdom, waiting on the word, the now word, the right now word, the solution to the problem, waiting. Help us, Lord, because we're not comfortable with the waiting. We don't like to wait if we're honest. We just do not like to wait. We want to see the problem solved now. We want to see the marriage fixed now. We want to get that promotion that you promised us now. We want it, and we want it now. And yes, faith is now, but would you help us? Because your word tells us, That by faith, which is now, and patience, which plays out over time, we inherit the promises of God. By faith and patience, we inherit the promises of God. By faith and patience, we inherit the promises of God. So would you help us, Lord? Some of you have the faith part right, but you've got no patience. Some of you have the patience part down pat, but you don't have the faith Father, we need both of these elements. It's a Holy Ghost mixture for realized promises. Holding steady to our faith. Help us, Lord, to hold steady to our faith. Help us, Lord, not to grow weary in well-doing. Not to grow weary in the waiting for the manifestation of the promise. Not to grow weary in waiting for the deliverance. Not to grow weary in waiting for the miracle. Not to grow weary in waiting for the sign, the wonder, the promotion, the increase, the breakthrough. Help us, Lord, not to grow weary, but to stand in faith. I just speak to weariness right now. That weariness, that voice of weariness, that spirit of weariness, that weariness mindset. I just speak to that that, that weariness right now, and I break it off you in Jesus' name. I said weariness is not our portion. So I speak to that voice of weariness, and I say shut up in Jesus' name. We are connected to the vine. Jesus is divine, and we are the branches. We are receiving his life. We are receiving the, the, the resurrection power that raised Christ from the dead. It dwells in us. We are, we are pulling. We are drawing from that well. We are pulling from that source, the source that never runs dry, the Holy Spirit, the Zoe life of God. We are drawing from your very life. Teach us to do that, God. Teach us to do that, God. Teach us to draw from the life of God. Paul said, it is no longer, this is a revelation. (laughs) Paul said, it is no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. He died for me. He gave himself up for me. It is no longer I who lives. Jesus never gets weary. God, the Father, never gets weary. The Holy Spirit never gets weary. So would you teach us today, as we try to exercise faith and patience to see the promises of God manifest in our life, would you help us today to draw from the life of the Spirit of God who dwells in us? When we start to feel weary, would you remind us that we don't have to give in to that voice that we don't have to give in to the hectic pace of life where we feel like we just cannot take one more step. We can't have another day like yesterday. It's got to to change something. It's got to give. I'm going to break. (laughs) No more panic. No more weariness. Remind us, God, to draw from the life, the Zoe life, the God life dwells on the inside of us. Your word tells us that the Holy Spirit will quicken our mortal bodies. Quicken us, God. Quicken us, God quicken us God I see that Lord some of you you're not weary in your body you're weary in your mind all of the emotional drama and the emotional trauma and it's caused your mind to just be compromised. It's caused, it's caused your emotions to be off kilter. It's caused your thinking to be a wee bit askew. It's caused you to not see things the way that they really are, but the way that the enemy wants to make them appear. It's false evidence appearing real. real. And there's so much fear and anxiety. You tap that on top of the weariness. And it's no wonder you feel like giving up. But I break that weariness off of you right now in Jesus' name. And I decree that when that voice of weariness comes, the Holy Spirit will bubble up in you and you will begin to remember the words coming out of my mouth. And you will take a stand against weariness. And you will draw from the life of God from the from the vine called Jesus. Really, 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 really for real this time, drawing from the life. The everlasting life, leading on the everlasting arm, relying on the God who never fails, uh, pressing in to the spirit that always conquers the enemy. We break the power of weariness now in Jesus' name. We, we reject it. We reject it. We reject it. We will not faint in the day of adversity. Our strength is not small. We draw our strength from the strengthener, the Holy Spirit. We draw our strength from the God who teaches our hands to battle and our fingers to war. We draw from, from the, our strength from the, from the almighty God. So, Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to stand in faith waiting for what you promised. And we're going to wait we're not going to give up because we don't see the miracle today. We're not going to give up because we don't see the miracle tomorrow. We're not going to give up because we don't see the promotion next month. We're not going to give up because the marriage isn't completely fixed 100% overnight. We're not going to give up. We're going to stand in the full A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at Global Prophetic Center.com. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to School of the You'll find training in spiritual warfare prophetic ministry, prayer, Sears ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You wanna to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayers online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online, hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. In the fruit of patience, we're going to stand like the God who has described himself as long-suffering. We're going to stand in faith no matter how long it takes. Come on, I decree we are standing in faith no matter how long it takes. Come on, what's the alternative to give up? What's the alternative to be sour? What's the alternative to be bitter? What's the alternative to be angry? What's the alternative to be depressed? We say no, we will not allow the enemy to to, to steer our lives. We will not allow the enemy to influence our emotions. We will not allow the enemy to talk us out of our faith. It's a good fight, and we're gonna win it. It's a fixed fight, it's already won. Jesus already won it. We're just walking it out. We're just walking out our breakthrough. We're just walking out our deliverance. We're just walking out our healing. We're just walking out our increase. We're walking toward it. I just Somebody just needs to just get up and walk. That's what I'm doing, I'm walking into it, come on. You don't You don't walk into a breakthrough standing still. You don't walk into a breakthrough, lying down on your bed, crying your eyes out. You don't walk into increase by sitting there watching TV all night long. You've got to walk it out. You walk out your deliverance. You walk out your increase. You keep walking. God is ordering your steps to the place of increase. He's ordering your steps to the place of blessing. He's ordering your steps to the place of breakthrough. He's ordering your steps to that miracle. He's ordering your steps to the divine connections. Somebody say, get walking. Start walking. Somebody say, I'm walking. Say something. Say it out loud. I'm walking. That's why the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. You've got to walk. It doesn't say we sit by faith. It says we walk by faith. It doesn't say we lay down on our bed by faith. It says we walk by faith. It doesn't say that we 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 we, we hide in our cave by faith. It says we walk by faith. So Lord help us walk the faith walk. The enemy wants us to walk a plank to our destruction, tempted by frustration, tempted by weariness, tempted, tempted, tempted by sin. We're walking the faith walk. Come on. We're walking the faith walk. Come on. We're walking the faith walk. We're walking the faith walk. So we're listening to your voice today because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we're not going to listen to the word of the enemy. We're not going to listen to the word of the naysayers. We're not going to listen to the word of those Debbie Debbie Downers and the negative Nancys, the ones that have no faith. We will not give our ear to faithless Christians anymore, the unbelieving believers. We will not give our ear, we will not share our dreams with the unbelieving believers We will not make the mistake that Joseph made, sharing our intimate life with our brothers, with our sisters who then want to kill us because they see where God is taking us and they're jealous of our promotion. Father, help us to wait with patience, to wait, not in silence, but not with complaining, to wait in praise, to wait in worship, to wait in the word of God. We're walking by faith and not by sight. I know things don't look good for some of you. I know things look sideways for some of you. I know it looks like the breakthrough's never going to come for some of you. I know it looks like all is lost for some of you. But that is why you don't walk by sight. You walk by faith. Come on, who's walking with me? Who's walking with me? Amos 3 says, how can two walk together unless they are agreed how can two walk together unless they are agreed? How can two, who are you walking with? Oh, Jesus. Who are you walking with? Are you walking with the Lord or are you walking with the enemy? Who are you listening to? Who you listen to, who you give your ear to, who you give your eyes to? That's, end up, that's how, who you end up walking with. Some of you are walking down the wrong path. It's a path the enemy led you on. It's a path of discouragement. It's a path of frustration. It's a path of despair or depression. I don't know what kind of path it is, but if it's not filled with joy, peace, love, and hope, it ain't the God path. So, Father, today, help us to walk with you. Help us to hear your voice louder than any other voice in the spirit realm or any other voice in the natural realm. Any other voice in the media realm. Any other voice in the educational realm. Any other voice in the governmental realm. Any other voice in the entertainment realm. There's many voices. They all have an agenda. They all have a purpose. They all have a sway. They all have an influence. And we don't want to be influenced by these voices We want to be influenced by your voice and by the godly voices that you have put in our lives to help us, to walk with us, to encourage us as we encourage them. So we're walking by faith today. By faith and patience, we inherit the promises of God. By faith and patience, we inherit the promises of God. By faith and patience, we inherit the promises of God, and we will not give up. We will not grow weary in well-doing, because in due season, in the Kairos time, we will break through. We will not faint. We'll stand in faith. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us the measure of faith. We are not without it. We have faith is the size of a grain of mustard. We can speak to a mountain, say, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea and it shall obey us. So father, we thank you today that as we obey you, the mountains will obey us. Ooh, as we obey you, the mountains will obey us. Come on now. As we obey you, the mountains will obey us. Ooh, Jesus. That's a good word. I don't care where you're from. Shabashikitibeshi. Let's transition into our main topic for this morning as we begin to unpack this word and pray through. Blessed in the face of demonic curses. Blessed in the face of demonic curses. Somebody share this. If you just come on the broadcast, please go share this right now, really quickly. That's a word right there. As we obey you, the mountains will obey us. You ever thought about that? Maybe your breakthrough is because of your maybe your lack of breakthrough is because you've been disobedient to the last word God gave you. Uh Uh-oh. Let's pray into this now, blessed in the face of demonic curses. There's a story in 2 Samuel where Absalom has launched an insurrection against David. He's basically been low-key cursing David behind his back. He's saying, well, you know, if I were king, you know, I would judge your case rightly. Too bad I'm not king. So he's disparaging his father publicly, subtly. And that's many times what happens to us. People who are supposed to be on our side, aligned with us, actually begin to curse us subtly. But then there was the story of when David was leaving Jerusalem and there was a man named Shemei or Shemai, however you uh, want to say it. And he was uh, leaving, as he was leaving, this guy began to curse David. He began to accuse David of being a murderer. He accused David of stealing the kingdom from Saul. He accused David of so many things, and they were all false. Accusations. They were all false accusations. He called David bloodthirsty and said he was a scoundrel. He called him a murderer. He said, good riddance to you. He said, the Lord has given the kingdom to your son Absalom and you become, uh, you, you've come to ruin because you're a murderer. So he's cursing him and his, his crew. He said, why should you let this dead dog curse you? You're the king. Let me go over and cut off his head. Listen to that. The people who were standing with David said, let me go cut off the head of this cursing fool. And The king said, listen, the king said, who asked your opinions, you son of Zuriah? If the Lord had, listen, if the Lord has told him to curse me, why stop him? Then David said to Abishai and to all of his servants, my own son is trying to kill me. Doesn't this relative of Saul have even more reason to do so? Leave him alone and let him curse, for the Lord has told him to do it. And perhaps, listen, here's the kicker. And perhaps, and perhaps the Lord will see that I am being wronged and will bless me because of the curses today. What? 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 Listen, David had to keep his heart right because he was being falsely accused and then he was being cursed. David could have had the man beheaded. Absolutely. He had men there willing to cut off the head of his cursers. David could have ordered this man's execution. He had to keep his heart right. He had to move in the opposite spirit. He had to choose to say, you know what? If this is happening, it must be that the Lord is allowing it. Maybe the Lord told him to do it. I don't know why he's doing this other than he hates my guts because he was uh, loyal to Saul. But I am not going to act like my cursor. I am not going to act like my accuser. I am not going to curse him when he's cursing me. I am not going to return evil for evil, but I'm going to give, I'm going to give, I'm going to repay him good for his evil. I'm going to repay him good for, I'm not going to kill him. That's the mercy of God operating through David because he deserved by their standards in that time in history, he deserved to die. He cursed the king. David said, no, I'm not going to move in that spirit. I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to show mercy and maybe God will show mercy on me. And he said this, if he says, Perhaps the Lord will see that I am being wronged because he knew he was being wronged. He knew he didn't do those things. He saved Saul's life at least two times when people wanted to kill him. Right? He knew that the accusations weren't true. He knew that the curses had no reason to land, but he said, you know what? Maybe the Lord's letting him do it. He said, perhaps the Lord will see that I am being wronged and will bless me because of these curses today. So, Father, I thank you this morning that as we keep our heart right, as we refuse to curse those who curse us, as we tap into the mercy and the grace of God to do the right thing when the wrong thing is happening to us, to say the right, to, do the wrong, to do the right thing when the wrong thing is happening with us, to say the right thing when the wrong thing is being said about us. I thank you, Lord, as we do that, the curses, the demonic curses, the word curses, the fleshly and carnal curses, I thank you, Lord, that you will turn them into blessings before they land. That you will cause us to rise up because of the curses. That you will cause our promotion to manifest because we responded rightly to the curses. I have to tell you a quick a quick story here, and the Lord just reminded me of it or I wouldn't share it. But there was a a famous preacher, famous man of God. If I called his name, you'd know him. And uh, somebody did something uh, that uh, wronged him and slandered him. And uh, he attributed it to me, even though I was not the one who had done it. Follow that. This man of God, this famous preacher, thought that I had uh, maligned him and accused him, even though I had not done it. I had, I, I did not do it. I, I did not do what he thought that I did. I didn't do it. And for gosh, six years, apparently he was slandering me <laughs> in the body of Christ, telling different people, you shouldn't let her on that TV program. Uh, you should, he wasn't necessarily slandering, but he was, he was closing doors. I would get big opportunities and they would suddenly stop. They would suddenly, the door would shut and I didn't know why. And sometime later, years later, it all came to a head and somebody told me, oh, you know what? He says, you know what you did to him. I didn't even know what I just knew he didn't like me. I didn't know why. No idea. Usually I have favors with favor with the generals in the body of Christ. This guy didn't like me. And then people knew it. And he said, he said, he says, you know what you did to him. And if you want to repent, he'll forgive you. And I'm like, I didn't do what are you even talking about? What are you, what are you, what are you even talking about? So I sat on that for, I was mad. I was angry. Honestly, I was mad. You've been shutting all these doors for me. You've been shutting these doors based on something you believed about me that wasn't even true. You didn't even come and ask me. I was mad. I'm like, you're supposed to be the great man of God. You could have came to me and said, why did you say that? Or even find out if it's true. I was so angry and I prayed about it and I sat in my prayer closet day after day. I was irritated. Kind of like David must have been when Shimei was cursing him. Had to be irritating. And I said, Lord, I said, I don't, I don't want to talk to this guy. He needs to repent to me for going around saying all this crap about me. And the Lord said this to me. Listen, I need you to listen. I need you to hear me. The Lord said this. The Lord said, I'm trying to promote you. Ooh. He said, I'm trying to promote you. What? The Lord says, I'm trying to promote you. And I'm like, okay, he wants me to humble myself in the face of an accuser, a false accuser. He wants me to show mercy and grace and actually go to him because he's offended with me, even though his offense is false. He wants me to go to him. Lord wants me to go to him and humble myself and repent. And so I did, took me two weeks. I did. And when I spoke to him, he could see how basically it was based on something I had written in an article that somebody else edited. So it had my name on it. So I didn't, still didn't know what was wrong with him. See, it had my name on it, but I didn't write it. Somebody edited something I wrote at a certain magazine and basically put a bunch of stuff in there that wasn't right. It had my name on it and I never knew it. So I was set up by the enemy. And so we ended the conversation. He said, well, this is my personal phone number. If you ever need anything, uh, let me know. And so really it was a setup for him and I don't blame him at all. Because that article had my name on it. How would he think anything different, right? So it was a setup for him and it was a setup for me. But after I did that, after I blessed instead of cursing, after I moved in the opposite spirit of the enemy, the Lord began to open way more doors for me and things began to break forth and it's like God paid me back for lost time. So Father, in the name of Jesus, help us today to bless those who curse us. Father, in the name of Jesus, Would you help us, Lord, to stand in the right heart posture so that we cannot block our own blessing? The enemy does enough damage resisting us and blocking us and causing people to release witchcraft at us with lies that he tells them about us. The enemy does enough dirty work for then for us to, to spoil our own promotion. So, Father, just as you blessed David because he would not curse his cursor, Lord, we want that same blessing. We want that same promotion. We want that same increase. We want that same opportunity. Help us, Lord, to stand in truth and to walk in humility. And when people are attacking us, not to SWAT back, not to accuse back, not to get in the weeds with all of this, all of this drama. But help us to walk the, the humble path. And help us, Lord, to be quick to repent for whatever it is. Any part we may have played, help us to clear confusion and help us to send confusion into the enemy's camp in Jesus name, in Jesus name. Amen. You got it. You got it. You got to do things God's way. If you want promotion, you got to do things God's way. If you want increase. All those years, all I knew was that guy didn't like me. Every time we were in the same meeting together, he would do a cold shoulder on me. And it's because he was mad. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him. And it all got worked out in 15 minutes. Some things aren't that hard to work out. So thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. God is good, yes? Yes but I want to tell you how you can sew. You can sew over there, at jenniferleclair.org slash missions. And that goes straight uh, to the missions fund, jenniferleclair.org slash missions. Or if you don't have a mechanism to do that, you can sew one of these ways I'm going to give you, and then we're going to move on. You know, I never labored this long, but the Lord really got on me to remember to remind you to, that you can't sew if you're being blessed, uh, because I didn't do that for months and it was, uh, it was robbing you of the opportunity. Amen. So we got a new cash app. The cash app is dollar sign prophetic books. Dollar sign prophetic books is the cash app. You can use the PayPal PayPal dot M E slash Jennifer LeClaire PayPal dot slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the Venmo Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give text to give text, the word pray pray. To 754-701-2161. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. If you're international and you want to wire, I know you guys like to wire. You want to wire, jenniferleclaireorg slash donate. If you want to mail something, whatever it is you're trying to mail, you can mail that to PO Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. God is good. I'm going to go.